Hi, viewers. Long time no see. We took a little hiatus. <laughs> this week's episode, I really just want to address mm -hmm. something that I think is really... What's the word? Pressing. Pressing, but I want it like every day, like people just do it. A really like common... It's a misconception, really. Basically, you know... <laughs> the, what, what's the average day for somebody living in the United States? You wake up around seven, you go to work. Now I'm not talking about COVID times. No, I'm not I'm talking about normal times. You come home around five and then what? You're shot. Obviously. <laughs> You're shot. You don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. Dog lovers say, okay, you know, you got to walk your dog, right? If you don't walk your dog, you suck. Kind of like what we were saying in our episode of literally what we said. Dog, think you're boring, right? You know, if you don't do five extracurriculars with your dog a day, you suck. <laughs> and those extracurriculars need to be leaving the house and running a marathon every single day. Guess what? We got more educated. <laughs> Listen, folks. And I, I love how, I love how, like, we are admitting that that we have been doing research and now we're changing our position. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating. Um, <laughs> no, it's, what it's about is figuring out what your dog enjoys and enjoying it with your dog. Ooh. It's not about doing a chore, right? Me and Abby love to watch It's Me or the Dog. So many times... They're talking about whose chore it is to walk the dog. Whose job is it? This dog isn't getting walked. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just viewed as a thing, a grueling task that definitely isn't enjoyable for the person and definitely isn't enjoyable for the dog. Well, and it was like when I was in middle school, I would come home and I'd be like, oh, like I'll just wait for my mom to get home to walk him. Exactly. Like, definitely didn't walk, like enjoy walking him. It was like, a, oh, my mom's annoying me again. Exactly. Yeah, so it's definitely, like, usually something that people are, like, Ugh. unless you're, like, obsessed with your dog. And yeah. You, and like, no. Sarah, you're, like, I want to stare at my dog. My hobbies are staring at my dog. Exactly. And I understand that not everybody's is. No, but if you don't enjoy walking your dog and your dog doesn't enjoy going for walks with you, you need to find a middle ground. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that middle ground if you come home from work and you're shot, right, and you know, oh, God, I got to walk the dog for 30 minutes down the busy block. He's going to be reacting at literally everything. I'm going to get frustrated. I don't need this at the end of the day, but I need to walk him because I listened to Sarah and Abby's podcast and they said that I suck if I don't. So I guess I got to get the rain boots on and do it. Stop and you stop right there. <laughs> don't walk your dog right now. It's mm. raining. Your dog's reactive. You're mm -hmm. annoyed. Just don't do it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Abby, talk about the football punch. Okay, yeah. So no, so don't do it and then sit on your ass all day. No, don't do it and don't talk to your dog. No, there's some great alternatives that you can do that's going to be more fun for your dog and for you. And you can mix these up because, like we're saying, like it's not just walk your dog and then that's it. No, if, if you got to find different things that you can do to enjoy your time that you're spending with your dog. So the Number one thing that we would ask anyone to do 
is take the food bowl pledge. Who started that? Like, should we give credit to whoever that is? Yeah, so Absolute Dogs has a really great podcast and a really great challenge. It's called the Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge. It's just like an online challenge. And they talk about ditching the bowl, taking the food bowl pledge, which just means that you are opting to not feed your dog out of a bowl. What does that mean? How do I feed my dog? Well, that sounds kind of that sounds kind of uh, crazy, radical, radical. And what that sounds mean, right? You want my dog to work for its food? That's mean. No, hear me out. Dogs are considered opportunistic scavengers. Ooh. I know what you're thinking. They're carnivores. No, they aren't. Wolves. Or are, are you thinking that's what my hermit crab is? Yes. I'm oh the hermit crabs this week. Yes. So. You know, they are carnivorous biologically, right? And we can have a whole other conversation about a species-appropriate diet. But (laughs) the wild dog, they're scavengers, right? Wild dogs aren't out here hunting and living off of food that they're hunting. They're hunting garbage pails. And they're (laughs) hunting trash. (laughs) They're scavengers, Mm -hmm. okay? So the seeking for scavengers... The seeking aspect of the meal is more rewarding than eating the actual meal itself. Because if you're an animal... Say it again, but slower for the people in the back. For the people in the back. For scavengers, the seeking aspect of the meal is more rewarding than actually eating it. And rewarding being... Having fun, getting pleasure out of it. better. It's just better. I'm having more fun looking for it than I am actually eating it. Okay. This might be why your cats and dogs leave a little bit of kibble in the bottom of their dish. But then if one fell a couple feet over, they go to grab that one. Exactly. That's just, it's science, guys. And it's really interesting. And... Abby could be the first to say that it was definitely mean to make your dog do anything before they eat, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what we're saying is a super, super easy way to enrich your dog's life that does not involve walking them is taking the step and taking the food bowl pledge. So what does that look like? Breakfast and dinner. Perfect. And how do we implement this? What do we do, right? So I personally like to base my training alongside meals, okay? Because it's just easier. I feel like it fits in the routine. Okay. So a handful of their kibble, what do you do? Practice their training. Practice their basic cues. Practice their sits, their downs, their weights, all the stuff that they're working on with your force-free, certified, fear-free trainer, okay? (laughs) You're going to work on all those things that your trainer asked you to practice, Okay. And then, okay. Oh my gosh. My dog eats a cup or two or three cups. I can't uh, exactly. So just a handful. Okay. Get a few reps in the next handful. You're going to play games with your dog. What games? That's where the sexier than a squirrel challenge comes in folks. So toss the kibble along the floor. Let them go chase it. Scatter feed them. What does that mean? We're tossing their kibble along the floor and letting them use their nose to find it. Nature's snuffle mat, folks. Grass. Toss your dog's food in the grass. You got any more games, Abby? Well, I think the problem for people is they're like, I don't want to do that. 
Like that's the most common thing is like, I don't want to do that. And that's a, that's a problem. But for those of you who don't want to do anything, like, you know, you're saying, I'm not going to work on their training. I'm realistically, I'm not going to play games with them. My kids aren't going to play games with them. Okay. The snuffle mat is a great option there because you just have, you can put it in the snuffle mat as if you're putting it in their bowl. Um, the scatter feeding, just like throwing it all over is, you know, you don't have to do anything. Hiding it in little piles if you don't want it all over your floor because you're afraid you're going to get ants. Put it in different piles around the kitchen. Um, you can buy um, toys that they have to use their nose to push and then get the, the kibble out. So instead of a treat ball. Yeah, instead of filling that with pepperoni, fill it with their kibble. And, and that's breakfast and that's dinner because it's going to take a longer time too. So they're going to be doing an activity for more of the day. Frozen Kongs. Soak your kibble in some water. Mix it with yogurt if you don't have time. If you're Abby, mix it with peanut butter. Hey. <laughs> um, freeze it in a Kong. The whole, the whole idea here, idea, is that. What? My grandpa said it like that. My dad says that. Idea. Yeah. Um... The whole idea is that you're not just feeding them out of a boring bowl. Okay? And then if you're one of those people who's like, I don't want to do X, Y, Z. Think of, think of you don't want to go on the walk. Okay, maybe could can you commit to doing 10 minutes with their meals? Like, if you're saying to yourself, I know I'm not going to walk my dog, and I, but Epson and Abby said I suck. Okay, try something different. You can also, one of the games that the Sexier Than a Squirrel Absolute Dogs has, the orientation game. Is that from them? It is. I love that game. Yeah, so you throw a kibble, they get it, and then as soon as they turn back to you, you throw another one. And then they're actually running. Like, if if your dog will, um, some dogs are like, get a little closer to me. But some dogs, like, they'll run across the room, then they'll get the other one. So that they're getting their heart rate up that way in addition to well instead of a walk kind of yeah and and you're you know what like how is this really like okay yeah it's fun but I want to work on training you're training your dog when you're doing that you're building your relationship Uh you're making yourself more interesting than the world right when we're working on training right when you see a really I don't want to say good dog because all dogs are good. When you see a really well-behaved dog, right? Or a really focused dog. Yes. Is their parent asking them to do 100 things or are they just kind of doing it? Like, do you hear the person saying, sit, leave it, drop it, look, no, the dog is just doing it, right? Why? Because their parent is more interesting than everything else. So if you use your dog's daily food allowance you're going to increase your value to them so the idea is that you're not going to have to ask them to leave it maybe we don't have to teach them recall right because they're not even going to leave you bro you're better so that's it and you know this isn't to say don't walk your dog this is to say do this in addition to do this when you're having a rough day and you don't want to you don't want to walk your dog, don't walk your dog that day, right? You know, that's it. Yeah, I think if you, yeah, for sure. If you don't want to walk them that day, then 
replace the walk with something else like we're saying. But also if your dog is recovering from surgery and the vet says no walking or you're mm-hmm. recovering from surgery, like these are great options too. Um, and also just know that even if you take them on a walk down the block, that's not necessarily good enough because, or if you come home and they're still like annoying you, then they probably need some brain games. And that's where, you know, you can get creative exactly. with it. And I really say, say you're like, oh, damn, I really like walking my dog. Do it. But how do we make walking a brain game? Do we just make our dog walk next to us and then we just take it to town? No. We do a little sniffari, right? Let them lead you. Oh, my God. They're going to think that we're dominant. No. Well, or or do the thing like Sarah will turn around, just go different directions. So they're like always like having to think. They're not just mindlessly going straight. Like they're like, oh, what, what's going to happen next? Exactly. Happen next? Exactly. So, you know, and, and do what your dog likes to do. There's so many reactive dogs that literally every time they walk, have a fucking episode and the owners well, think I I have to walk them or else I suck while you're working on training guess what don't walk them because it's stressful for both of you well and I was gonna say I would encourage people that if if they think their dog hates other dogs because they react on leash my dog reacts on leash but she's fine and even like I was going to say a dog park, but even like at the golf course off leash, she's, she's fine. So maybe try like in a safe environment. If you know somebody whose dog is really, um, really loves dogs, then maybe try like just different things to see if maybe they just don't like dogs in that context. Exactly. Because then you could utilize, you know, an off leash exercise or activity or borrow your neighbor's dog and be like, Hey, can your dog come over to play in my yard with my dog because I want her to play. Stuff like that. Another thing you can do if you don't feel like running a marathon is um, switching up the toys. Sarah does that. A lot. Well, no, you don't actually. You recommend that. <laughs> yeah. Make it a conscious effort because this is the other thing. People mm-hmm. who are like, oh, I got to walk the dog. That's a thing that I have to do. Like, They'll do their 20-minute neighborhood walk, and then they think that that's it. Yeah, and then they're upset when the dog is, like, still, like, wants to chill with them. Yeah, so, like, you're, you gotta make a conscious effort to provide enrichment in your house as much as you can. Well, and, and we were just, we're, we're still on the fence about it. But there's the common narrative of if you have a full-time job, and you don't have a dog walker, then you suck. Um, (laughs) Which, still, the jury is still out. But if you do know that you're going to go to work eight hours, and let's say, I don't know, maybe your dog literally hates every other human being except for you, so you can't get a dog walker, and you can't leave for lunch, then at least make sure that you're doing things that they're going to be working their brains before and after work. Exactly. If it's literally impossible, then it's impossible. But then what are you doing to compensate for that? Yeah. And it's not about like, it's not a, you know, it doesn't have to be a a be all end all. Like, I think it's the other way around. No, it's not. End all be all. 
be all and and all be no there's no like this is the other thing there's no rule that applies to everybody and every dog you know so saying gotta walk the dog every day is just not true you know so it just goes back to figuring out what you enjoy and what they enjoy and what's realistic for you to do and it doesn't need to be realistic to do every single day Mm -hmm. it needs to be realistic to do most of the time and on the days that you can't what are you doing yeah I think that's yeah even if you're not even if you found oh I love going to the dog park with my dog okay but on the days that you're not doing that, it's not, okay, well, one day I can have one day off. Like, no, you're still going to do something else to, to, to make up for that. Yeah, Maybe bro. it might even just be like, buy them a new toy. Like you're on your way home. You're like, I really just can't today. I'm going to go lock myself in my bedroom. Stop at the dollar store and get them a new toy that they can destroy. Yeah, it's going to get fuzz all over your carpet. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. So folks, I think I think we covered everything. And if you want to hit us up, got any questions? And you know, this doesn't just go for dogs, by the way. Oh, oh, that's a great point. This goes for everything, especially cats. You know, oh well, my cat's an indoor cat, so Okay, so what are you supplementing their outside activities? <laughs> my dog, my cat doesn't want to play. Exactly. That's because you're boring. You're small animals. You're hamsters. Oh, they're nocturnal. I can't play with them. Maybe they're not the right pet for you. Or, oh my God, it's, I really want to go to bed. I don't want to wait for them to get up. Put some enrichment in their cage before you go to bed. Exactly. You know, it's not about they have to come out every single day for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know start let's also start holding each other accountable if your neighbor is complaining about how their dog is so boring and doesn't like to play with them give them some ideas yes give them suggestions and I think this is why people also get really overwhelmed about having animals and why people think that me and Abby are crazy <laughs> like it sounds overwhelming when you say it in words, but the whole idea of it is that it shouldn't be overwhelming is what we're trying to say right now. Like, don't feel like you have to do crazy shit with your animal every single day. It's mm-hmm. about finding a balance and doing what they actually enjoy doing. But not through balanced training. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's it's because that's why people also like don't want to adopt dogs. Oh, I can't. I can't afford a dog walker. I I can't. I don't have time to walk them a hundred miles a day. Like maybe you don't have to. And it's about finding an animal that suits your lifestyle. That's another important point. Well, and but I think the shelter, like shelters and rescues, need to change their narrative too because you have people coming in saying. Yeah, I work full time. And then the automatic is just a rejection. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if that person might might go above and beyond and actually pops home like three times a day. Or, or even they get home after eight hours and, and they go on a five-hour car ride. Like you don't know their life. Mm-hmm. Ask. Exactly. Bro, that's it. Like that's, 
that's it. And it should be fun. You should enjoy it. You shouldn't be feeling overwhelmed. So, well, and I think another thing is like get the kids involved because when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know, even like even like playing with the dog seems like a chore when you're a kid, especially if your mom is saying, hey, can you play with the dog? Like try to get your kid engaged, like get them to want to do it. Like I feel like if I had known like how to play with it because because my childhood dog didn't didn't love to like he didn't like playing fetch. He didn't like. But, like, if we had taken the time to learn what he does like, I think I would have really, like, been into that. So encourage your kids to, like, go on the Pinterest or the talk tick, whatever they like these days. <laughs> yeah, and, again, it's it's changing the narrative of making it sound like a grueling task. That's why kids don't like doing it. Like, oh, can you walk? Like, no. Cause like, asking. model it for them, too. Be like, oh, look at this. Look at this. Um. Do you say, look at this pin? Yeah, right. <laughs> look at this Pinterest I found on Pinterest. And be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with him tonight. And then I guarantee you, if you start acting like you want the dog, like let's say they're laying on the couch and you're like, oh, I'm going to borrow the dog for something. Like they're going to start getting like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not, it shouldn't be difficult. But. Especially, especially when like kids, they love to just, they love to roughhouse with the dog. And then, and then when the dog gets too overwhelmed, like it nips at them and then they go upstairs and play video games. Like, why don't you show them how to play better? Show them how they can play video games and work on things with the dog. Cause they could feed the dog dinner while they're playing video games. They could throw one piece at a time. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, I think that's just really, that's pretty much it, you know, be more involved with your pets in a fun way. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not in a chore way. Yeah. And if it's a chore, then you got to ask yourself, why did I get a dog? Oh, because my kid begged me to get it. Okay, well, guess what? Well, you have to go back to why, like, that's a great point. Why did you get a dog, right? Because you wanted a companion. You wanted someone to share your life with, most likely, right? So share your life with them. Yeah. And, like, at, why don't, like, if your kid bothered you for an animal and you got it for them, okay, try to think back to what they said about the animal like oh I want to snuggle with it and and then they're upset that the dog is like hyper and doesn't want to snuggle try to google pinterest of like snuggling dog games I don't know like I said google pinterest no but like it's it's yes like why did you get them in the first place um that's it well I think I think a lot of people also think that they need a pet I think we also can normalize not having a pet Ooh, that's a concept. That's controversial too, because when you're like, you don't have pets, like, what are you, are you a cat lover or a dog lover? And they're like, ah, yeah, good on on either. Yeah, and that person shouldn't have one, you know, because they don't want one. Yeah, and it's not like okay, you buy a house, you get married, you have kids, you get a dog. No, if you don't want, 
Oh, that's a great that's a great point. We have um, a two seasoned adopters in our nonprofit, which is definitely separate from our podcast. Um, and they they adopt rats because for them it's more fun. They post that like they post them on social media. They're like, oh, we're so excited, we're adopting another rat tomorrow. We have another family who's she's gone. The like both parents work. The kid stays late at school, or whatever. And they said the perfect time for us to play with the animal is at seven, eight o'clock. And that's when hamsters get, wake up. So they're like, we're getting a hamster. Another family we had adopt from us, they were planning on moving out of the country in like five years. So they didn't want to get a dog or a cat. They got rats. I love that you brought that up. No, so it's like I said before, Getting and making sure, maybe this could be another episode. <laughs> like, if you want a pet, the options are not only dogs and cats. And it's not only getting a puppy. You know, that's what I think, why I think a lot of people get overwhelmed. Because that's just what they think it is. Oh, I want a dog. I'm, gonna, I'm getting a puppy. Right? I want a pet. Mm, I like dogs better. So... I'm going to get a puppy. There's so many other animals that could be better for your lifestyle. Um, so explore that, you know? Bro? Oh, sorry. I was talking. I'm muted. If you are a puppy kitten person, or there's rescues that really need fosters to just do puppies and kittens. The most important thing <laughs> is making that list. You, you want a pet. You have to make a list in your head or a physical list. Why do you want it? What do you want to do with your animal, right? If the only thing you want a pet for is companionship, right? Because that's what people say. Then a dog probably isn't the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. If that's the only reason why you want it, because when you come home from work, you want a cute little face to look at? I completely her, yeah. But a dog isn't the right thing. Dogs and cats are not low maintenance. Yes. If you want them to <laughs> get rats, bro. They'll be home when you get home from work. They'll hang out with each other during the day. Like, mm-hmm. want something a little bit heftier. Even rabbits. Like, if you get two... Guinea pigs, yeah. If you're afraid they're not going to give you everything that you're looking for in a pet, they will. Like, they, they take up a lot of space and time and attention. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. Just in different ways. In, in more flexible ways, I think. Yes. And, That's you know, great. if having a dog or a cat just isn't for everybody, and that's fine. So, well, I think, and I think you have to look at it as like a full-time job. It is literally a full-time job. Can you add another full-time job on top of your full-time job? But do you have the time? Exactly. And do you want to spend your time like that? Yeah. Oh, that's, I love that. You know, that's a great point. Is that how you want to spend your free time? When you come home from work. Do you want to spend time with your dog? Or do you want to just fucking 
paint a picture. Well, and do you want to spend time with your dog how they want to spend their time? Yes. And if you're very specific in your list that you make, if you say, I want a dog to be my companion, I want to be able to bring them places with me, I want to be able to, I want someone to hike, I like to, then great. You have to find that. Take your time finding that. You know what I'm saying? That's not just, oh, a dog is right for me. I'm going to get a dog. Because not every dog is going to like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's, yeah. it's really making a very con, you know, a very quick list of why, what you want to be able to do with your animal, and then finding the animal that works for that. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, close it out. Questions? Reach out. Like and subscribe. Bye.